Hey, hey, I'm Julia, the owner of Julia K Design, which is a small business specializing in wedding invitation design and calligraphy. If you're an aspiring small business owner, a fellow wedding creative, or just looking for some overall inspiration and insight, Julia's Creative Business Guidebook will bring light to all of the challenges I've faced, the lessons I've learned, and the success I've earned. I hope you'll tune in every week for a new chapter in your guidebook. Hello, friends. Um, I can't go on much longer without saying go Bills. Holy shit, it's Sunday right now, so I'm watching the Bills game. I had to watch it because, obviously, I'm sure most of you have heard if you follow football or just like get on social media at all about the injury that happened last Monday to DeMar Hamlin, and today is the first time the Bills are playing since his injury, and they're in Buffalo, and they ran back the return they ran it back 96 yards for a touchdown and it was just the first play of the game it was just unbelievable so my heart's still racing because that was just so insane and the place erupted and just go bills anyway i am super excited for this episode because i am giving you guys 22 lessons of 2022 so these are lessons that i personally learned through running my business so if i'm at like a different stage of my business than you just keep that in mind because some of these lessons might not be applicable to you if you are like further along in your business or you're just starting your business and whatnot. Um, I guess that goes with like anything I talk about really, but these are just my personal lessons. So I'm just going to jump right into it. These are in no particular order either, but first lesson, I need to slow down and take my time with basic tasks. And what I mean by that is I found myself making mistakes this year when I tried to like go super fast with things that are normally like pretty streamlined or pretty simple and easy. I would like rush through it and then make mistakes and cause myself to mess up. So I am going to be cautious about that this year and just try to like slow down even with the most basic tasks and just like chill because yeah, I just feel like that's when I make my mo- the most mistakes is when I'm trying to rush through things and get it done quickly. So number two is don't send anything that isn't up to my standard of quality to a client. And what I mean by that is it's really easy, like as a graphic designer or a stationary designer to think like, oh, this client doesn't have like the same, like they're not looking for the same things that I am. So they won't even notice that this lettering is a little bit uncentered. I don't care if they're not going to notice. I don't want to send them anything that is below my standard of quality. So if I like take something, if I unpack something from my print company and like the first thing I think of is, oh, that color doesn't look right. I need to just reprint it and not even question that. Obviously it like delays things and adds more pricing and you know, I have to eat that cost, but it's much better than sending it to the client and having them then reach out to me and say, I don't like the way this looks. Like, can you reprint it? Because then I'm already like a week behind where I would have been had I just reprinted it from the start. I just never want to assume that a client isn't going to notice something. I'd rather think of them as a graphic designer or a stationary designer and think that they're going to notice the smallest mistakes like I do and just fix things before it even is a mistake to them, if that makes sense. The third lesson is if a client is unhappy, make things right. And this actually just kind of happened. I had I had something happen that's similar to this, like just before the holidays. I sent out an invitation suite and the client had reached out 
saying, oh, I just checked the tracking information and it appears like it's going to this address and not the one that I had asked it to go to. And the reason this happened is because when they ordered, they entered an address, which is then filed in my system as the shipping address. But when they completed their correct info agreement before printing, they entered a different address that they wanted to be shipped to. And I didn't make note of the difference. So when I shipped her package, it went to her house, but she was at her parents' house for the holidays already and they wanted to send them out from the parents' house. You can imagine how I felt. I felt terrible because it essentially was on my, it was my fault. And I kind of got lucky in the sense that my printing company sends me an immense amount of extras. So I had enough extras of their invitation suite to send them a completely new package and I already had the envelopes and I like, it was luckily it was a small order. It was literally like 15 invitations. So I just reprinted the liners from home, reprinted the envelopes and sent them to the correct address. But it just like, it made me feel, I was so pissed at myself, honestly. And again, that goes like back to the first lesson is like slowing down and taking my time and like making thing, making sure I'm doing things right. So yeah, I didn't want that client to be unhappy. So then I ended up creating an ornament for them and including that in the new package and just like apologizing, you know, but think little things like that, making it right. And then I like literally had everything shipped out to them the next day. So obviously they were super appreciative, which is what matters at the end of the day is that they're, you know, happy. Number four, investing money into back, <laughs> investing money back into my business isn't always the right move. So if I want to be profitable, I need to be cautious of my expenses and make reasonable decisions on purchases. It's really easy as a business owner to use the excuse of I'm investing back into my business. You know, if I want to make money, I need to put, I need to spend money. That's a very, very easy excuse to use as a business owner, and I need to be better about not using that as an excuse and not spending money when I don't need to because a lot of the times I just think like oh if I do this it'll make my business grow it'll make my business better in the future so I'm going to spend this money so um that was a lesson I learned and it's definitely a goal of 2023 also is to make sure that that doesn't happen as much (laughs) number five I need to continue to reevaluate my prices every three to five months so touching base with my suppliers and making sure that I'm still profitable every so often and just reevaluating where my prices and my costs are at so that I can continue to be profitable and make sure that I always am profitable because if you're not that will definitely throw a wrench in your business number six is it comes in waves and what I mean by that is one month might be my absolute best month of business ever and I might be flying on a flying on a high I don't think that makes sense but riding a high whatever and the next month could be the worst month of business that I've ever had so it's just really like coming to terms and understanding that it does come in waves and it's going to be really 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 difficult one month and maybe really 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 easy and amazing the next month Um, and it's just important to keep in mind like those months that are shitty and sucky you just kind of got to let them go and forget about them and move on and keep chugging and keep working towards your goals. Um, I realized I don't have a number seven, but I'm not going to make one up now. So we're just going to skip one. And number eight is don't force my creativity. So I'm like a really, really, really big believer in this, that if I like sit down to create something, whether it's a new design or a client design, Um, If it's not coming to me naturally and I feel like I'm forcing it and I'm like getting frustrated, I just simply shut it down and walk away and I'll come back to it another day. Most of the time, I won't come back to it on the same day. I'll give myself at least a night of sleep to kind of just like get away from it and refresh. But if I 
try to force creativity, I know that that will, like, cause me to burn out really quickly, and it will just really make me not enjoy the process of creating, which is, like, the best part of my business, so I just want to protect that, and yeah, not, I'm not going to force anything. I've always kind of been like that. I wouldn't say I, I don't know, I guess I really did learn it in 2022, but it's just something that I like feel very strongly about. Like I will never sit down and force a design. I, maybe it's just because like, it's a good excuse to like get up and stop working. No, I'm joking, but yeah, never want to force anything. Number nine, I need to focus on engaging with the social media following that I do have instead of focusing on trying to get a bigger following. And I feel like I kind of lost this when like my business kind of like went viral on Instagram back in the summertime I feel like I kind of got such a high from that whole experience that like the next like few months after that that's all I focused on doing was growing my business more and making a reel it's going to go viral and like what can I do to do you know so I kind of like lost my like the enjoyment on social media because of that so I really kind of learned that I need to just like target the audience that I already do have instead of focusing on trying to keep growing the audience that I want to have, if that makes any sense. Number 10 is I will not see the growth I want to see if my systems are not streamlined and simple. This is like literally always just a work in progress. Like I could always make tweaks and changes to my processes and symptoms, symptoms, systems, and I think that could go with any business. So it's just kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of like playing a game, I guess. (laughs) not really a game, but if I want my business to grow, I just need to be constantly bettering my systems and making changes to my systems. So definitely something that I learned in 2022, and I'm sure it will continue to be something that I learn um, in different realms in in the uh, not following, not previous, upcoming years. Jeez, my brain. I think I need another coffee. Number, what are we on? 11? Number 11. Always add extra time to account for delays, mistakes, and other things that can happen that are not in my control. So this I definitely learned the hard way in 2022, especially the beginning of 2022. I was used to the previous year, 2021, having a lot of time because I didn't have as many um, clients. I had more time for the clients that I did have, whereas as my business grows, I, you know, I'm losing time because... I have so many more clients that I need to focus on and that I need to do things for. So at at the beginning, I wasn't really taking that into account when I was sending over client timelines. But now that I've gone through this whole busy year, I've really I've really realized like, okay, I know in a perfect world this is only going to take a week, but I'm going to put three weeks on my timeline because you never know what could happen. And that goes for like literally every part of the system or every part of the process that I have with my clients. I just like to add an extra cushion, whether it's three days or three weeks or a whole entire month, just to kind of like give myself some flexibility and some like protection because you really honestly never know what's going to happen that might cause delays. Number 12, Instagram is a lot more enjoyable if I pretend that I am in my own little world. I kind of was, I was told this back in 2019 when I had um, like a mentorship call with a business or with um, a wedding planner. And ever since then, like I've kind of used this as the way that I look at Instagram. And I think it's really, really helpful just to look at it like 
I'm in my own little world and I'm just talking to like a small group of friends or I'm talking to myself when I think of it like that it's a lot more enjoyable to just like post whatever I feel like posting and then like forgetting forgetting about it and moving on rather than like trying to think like oh well if I post this like so and so might judge me or so and so might not like me so it's kind of just like changing my mindset Instagram and it's just kind of made it way more enjoyable number 13 I can't overthink the Instagram algorithm There are obviously going to be days where the engagement on Instagram is like really, really high and you feel like, oh my God, this is amazing. But then there's other days when it's hardly, when you're hardly getting any engagement at all. And like, I just learned that it's nothing I did, obviously. It's like, it's just something that I have to accept and move on with because it's like, nobody knows Instagram algorithm and it's constantly changing. And it's just like, you can't keep up with it without tiring yourself out so it's just something that I choose to just ignore honestly. Number 14, I am realizing the importance of my email list. My email list grew tremendously in 2022 and I'm very like happy and proud to say that my open rate is really really high especially for the amount of subscribers I have and being a small business so I have just started to really realize that my my email list is truly really important and I should be putting more time and energy into that email list. I had an email, uh, I don't know what to call her, but she sent my emails and wrote my emails for me and she's unfortunately on maternity leave until May, so I have like six months where I'm gonna have to do it on my own and I'm just really hoping that it's something I keep up with because I really don't want to jeopardize my email list and the amount of growth that it had this year. Um, Number 15, there is a stigma with small businesses that makes me feel like if I am not working seven days a week and 10 hours a day that I am not successful and um, screw that. (laughs) I can run an insanely successful business by working only three or four days a week. I I just need systems and processes and schedules that work for me that help this or that allow this to happen. I really, really hate the stigma around owning a small business that, like, you have to work 80 hours a week. It is not true. Like, there's always something I could be doing for business, but I choose... (laughs) I choose my hours and I choose not to burn myself out and to work 80 hours a week. Yeah, I just hate, like, logging onto social media and feeling bad about the fact that I'm sitting here on the couch and I'm not stuffing envelopes and printing envelopes and doing whatever I need to be doing. So it's just a stigma that like I'm annoyed with and I hope that it leaves in 2023 and that people start to emphasize how you should not be spending every single waking second on your business. Anyways, number 16, I don't have to educate people to do what I do if I don't want to. Um, I'm speaking the truth here. (laughs) I've really started to learn that I don't need to answer all the comments and all the DMs that I get from people asking me how I do this or where I get that. Just because like a ton of other stationary artists educate and create courses for people doesn't mean that I have to. I feel this pressure a lot lately on like just because I have a large audience on social media I feel like I'm pressured to educate people on what I do like to help them do it themselves I like I don't have to do that I don't have to I'm not a teacher I'm not an educator I appreciate that people want to learn from me truly I do and that's why I do have some educational resources but I don't want to feel pressured to continue to grow in that direction because I don't know it's just not where I want my business to be I don't want to just be an educator I want to be a designer and I want to be an a wedding vendor and an invitation artist so I just 
I feel like I'm pressured to educate and it's pissing me off. <laughs> I am also learning that I don't need to do any of those things. There was a couple months um, in the summertime when my business was really growing on social media that I started to feel like pressured to create a course. And I'm like, I have no, no fucking interest in creating a course at all. Like nothing about that is appealing to me. And so I just am starting to come to terms with like the fact that I don't need to do that just because that's what society is making me feel like I need to do. Where are we? Number 17, <laughs> Pinterest is really, really frustrating and annoying. That is something that I really, really learned in 2023 or 2022. And I say this because I have tried Pinterest a million times and I have put a ton of time and energy and money into Pinterest and it just has not worked. And it just, it's just, it's really, truly annoying me. And I, I understand that there are other resources out there and there's professionals that I can hire. And I have tried that. I have worked with professionals and I have done con or courses and it just hasn't been something that has been beneficial to me, even though like I have the best business platform or the best business, um, what's the word model for Pinterest. Yeah. It's just not working for me. So it's just, that's a lesson I learned that it's annoying. <laughs> Number 18 is creating a schedule and separating different tasks works much better than trying to do a hundred things at once. Honestly, up until like three or four months ago, I literally ran my business by the seat of my pants and I only did things like as I thought of them. And tr I don't know how I ran a successful business doing that because now like now that I work the way I do and I have systems and schedules like it's just so, it's so much easier. And yeah, I just used to like, I would be doing one thing and then my mind would think about something else that I need to do. So I would really quickly switch to that other thing and try to finish that. But while I was doing that, I would really quickly switch to something else that I thought of. And then all of a sudden I was trying to do three or four things at once. And it was like constantly, that was how my days were. So super, super happy that I learned that is not the way to run a business or really do anything. So that's a huge one that I have been working on. Number 19, never stop creating and coming up with new ideas. That is just like crisscross applesauce. <laughs> it's uh, I don't know what the word is. That is just like what the fuck am I trying to say? Plain and simple. There we go. Number 20, I am creating wedding invitations, not performing heart surgery. Nothing I do is urgent or life-threatening or immediate, and I do not have to respond to emails within 24 or even 48 hours. I know that, like, I will always stay on top of client timelines, so I would, like, I would never jeopardize a client's timeline. Um, so that being said, like, if I don't get back to a client within 24 or 48, hell, even 72 hours, like, it's okay. Nobody's dying. Like, could they be getting a little frustrated that I haven't responded yet? Maybe, but I don't, like, there's nothing I can do about that. I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm not gonna, like, stress myself out over responding to somebody. I'm not gonna put my mental health at risk to respond to somebody. It's just, like, I respond when I'm in the right mind, in the right frame of mind to respond, but that being said, I would never jeopardize a timeline and like, I just need people to trust that I always know what's going on in my business. I know where we are at pro in projects and like, we are good to go. It's all good. Number 21, staying off Instagram during my workday has helped me to be more productive and keeps my mind positive. 
this is so true I think we can all relate to this like there are so many times where I'm sitting at my desk and I just like pick up my phone out of habit and then next thing you know I'm scrolling on Instagram for 30 minutes and feeling like crap because so-and-so is like doing really well on Instagram and they posted this really cool reel and everybody's engaging with them and it's like who the fuck cares like put I need to put my phone away when I sometimes I have to put it like you know the whole saying out of sight out of mind I totally feel that with my phone if I put my phone in a drawer in another like in another room like somewhere that I just don't see it I won't even think about it but if it's just sitting on my desk just sitting there I will literally pick it up every five minutes and like I just I'm just learning that's not like that's not really beneficial for me and for my productivity number 22 the last lesson I learned of 2022 is that I can do a lot more than I believe I'm capable of and I know that I am capable of a lot more than I accomplished in 2022. I don't want to really like dive into this because it's like a huge topic I feel like I could talk about for hours but I just like I'm starting to realize that I am a really really strong good business owner and there are a lot of things and a lot of dreams that I want like I've mentioned in I just had a whole episode about my like 10-year goals and I know that like someday I will do those things and it's just like I don't know I kind of just had a shift in mindset throughout the year so it has been really really nice and I think it has helped my business grow a lot but it's also helped me as a person grow a lot so yes very thankful about that okay that is 22 lessons of 2022 I hope you enjoyed this episode my throat is killing me because I feel like I have talked all day doing podcasts so I was gonna try to do a third one today but I don't think that's going to be happening but that being said oh next week's a good one next week I am getting real about how I actually feel about growing my Instagram from 3,500 to 54,000 in two months and what that has looked like for my business. I cannot wait to talk about that because it's probably going to shock a lot of you. But yeah, that's next week's episode. I hope you guys liked this episode. As always, feel free to leave a rating or review on whatever platform you listen to. I hope you guys have a great Sunday. I'm gonna go watch some more football and cook dinner and yeah, go Bills, baby. Peace out. Cheers to finishing up another chapter in Julia's creative business guidebook. I hope you learned something new and will tune in next week for our new chapter. Until then, take care of yourself, do things that inspire you, and never stop creating. If you have any questions about anything I talked about during this episode, please refer to the link in the episode description to ask your question. All questions will be answered at the end of each unit.